Welcome to Deep and Wide Podcast. I'm Pat Walter, and I will be your host. But before you get any further, pull out your phone, look us up on Instagram at deep, the letter N, wide uh, podcast, and that is our Instagram handle for the podcast. And we upload any new episodes or anything new going on at that space, or you can check, check us out on Facebook at Resolute Ministries. We upload some things going on there, selling some uh, Resolute t-shirts or ResoluteMinistries.org, and these episodes are posted there as well. Please consider downloading and subscribing and sharing with your friends if this is helpful. This week, uh, in the midst of the election and in the midst of all of the uncertainty and chaos that is going on in the world today, I want to talk about peace. Um, You know, we've heard sermons on peace and we've talked about peace, but uh, this is going to be about why I think this is one of the greatest gifts that we can have in the kingdom. And maybe I'll share a little bit about my story in this realm. So, um, if you are new to the podcast, we talk about sometimes challenging topics, sometimes culturally relevant ones, and sometimes deep ones like theology. And sometimes we just talk about a topic like this today about peace in the midst of uncertainty. So in the world today, we have a really big election and we have so much division in the body. Um, so many people who, you know, whether you love Trump or Biden or, or somebody in between, or you maybe you voted for Kanye, um, th- this is just a time where there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of anxiety, there's a lot of fear, there's a lot of worry, and there's a lot of anger, um, depending on who you voted for and the outcome that you did or did not like. Um, but scripture shows us some things that we should take note of, and one of them is Jesus. And I want to give you a tiny bit of context of this. In, in, in John chapter 14, um, Jesus is getting ready to go to the cross. Uh, One thing about the book of John is one-third of it is dedicated to what we call the Passion Week or the week before uh, his death, burial, resurrection, and 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 after. So one week of it, or yeah, one week gets one-third of the book of John. And you see in 14, this is he's kind of preparing the disciples that, hey, I'm going to die. And he's giving them some teaching in, in, in John 14. Verse 27, um, again, I, I don't have the time to jump into all the context, and he's talking about sending the Holy Spirit, who's going to be his helper, and he's going to teach him things. But verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world uh, gives do I give to you. Let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Uh, that's the ESV. I'm going to jump over to the NASB. Um, I really like that translation, I think it is. Uh, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world does, but um, do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be fearful. And and I use this verse because, again, this is Jesus telling the disciples, um, hey, there's some stuff that's going to go down, and there's going to be uncertainty, and there's going to be fear, and there's going to be worry, and there's going to be unrest, and and you're going to experience some emotions and some things right now, but I'm going to give you my peace, my peace I leave with you. And the part that I I appreciate is Jesus says, not as the world gives to you. So there is a peace that we have access to that is not a worldly peace. And a worldly peace is things are going well, things are going good. We, we could mistake it for happiness. We could mistake it for things going good. You know, I, I'm at peace. I don't have any problems. I don't have any financial issues. I don't have any family issues. You know, I'm, I'm at peace. I'm cool. 
But but this word here is more of a shalom. Like there's a, a, a wholeness about it. There's a, a internal steadiness. That, so it doesn't matter what's going on around us internally. I am at shalom. I am at peace because it's given to me by the Holy Spirit, by Jesus. And he says, so do not let your heart be troubled, nor let it be afraid. Listen, body of Christ. The election has just gone down, and you're either fearful, anxious, upset, worried, and and really the the word that I keep coming back to is uncertainty. None of us know what the future holds, and that can cause anxiety and worry. But Jesus said, don't let your heart be troubled or afraid. I'm going to give you something greater. The Holy Spirit is going to give you peace. And again, we see in the book of Philippians uh, chapter 4, this is Paul uh, exhorting the church in Philippi. Um, He tells them to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, he says, rejoice. Um, Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. And then right here in verse 6, he says, do not be anxious about anything. You know, the, the Greek is an interesting word, uh, language, but in this word right here where he says anything, it's literally anything. He says, don't, don't worry or be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And here, check this out. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So here we are, Jesus encouraging, saying, hey, if you get peace from me, your heart won't be troubled or afraid. Here, the Apostle Paul is encouraging the church uh, in Philippi that, listen, there's a peace from God that surpasses our, our understanding, or a better word would be comprehension, but it's going to guard our heart and our mind. So we're guarding our heart and our mind when we're walking in peace. Peace gives us access to peace of heart and peace of mind. So when our emotions or uh, fear or, you know, even sometimes for me, because logic is one of my battles, logic doesn't, it says beyond comprehension, you have access to peace. So church, so body of believers, brothers and sisters, hear, hear this message not from me, but from God's word, that there is peace right now in the midst of uncertainty. There is peace right now in the midst of what could be fearful or, or um, even being upset. There are so many things going on in the world in the midst of COVID and election season and church. And again, this is not even talking about personal lives whether you've been affected by COVID financially, emotionally, relationally, physically. Um, there, 2020 has not been the easiest year, but it's been a good year in that God is still moving, and I'm seeing great things coming out in local churches and bodies and communities and partnerships and working together. But the greatest gift you can have is peace. Uh, I know I think back on my life, and you know I've, I've shared bits and pieces of my testimony on here. But when I was in prison um, is when I discovered that in Philippians chapter 4. Three times God gave me Philippians 4 when I was in prison. And, and, And I would literally wrestle with the Lord and say, how can I have peace in a place like this? I'm in prison and I'm sentenced to, you know, a year in prison. How can I access peace? 
And the more I pursued him and the more I prayed and the more I stayed in his word and I stayed grounded on his promises, the less my mind and my heart dwelled on the uncertainty. Uh, my, my mind and my heart didn't dwell on you know the length of time or these things. If, if I could fix my mind on the things above, right, uh, the, the uncertainties of this world went away. And this is my encouragement, is if you can, in this season, recognize and remember that this life, this earth, this season is temporary. Uh, Every season of life eventually changes. Um, Nothing that I've gone through am I still really going through, and if whatever I'm going through, I'll eventually get through. Um, Also... You know, the, this life is temporary. Uh, it's but a vapor, right? It's, it, it can come and go um, before I even know it. And if I just fixate my heart and my mind on who Jesus is, what he's accomplished, um, the Holy Spirit is my comforter and my strength in the midst of uncertainty, and I remember where I'm going and I remember who I serve— and truly try and do my best to trust that God is on the throne. Listen, one of the greatest battles that we have as believers isn't always a lack of knowledge. For some it is because they're growing, they're new, and that's okay. But the problem is is we have knowledge, um, but we lack understanding or even believing what we, we believe. Let me, let me give you a quick analogy on what, what I mean by this. is um, it, it, If I know that a can of Coke or Pepsi or even Red Bull, because I like Red Bull, I know it's bad for me. I know that it has zero nutritional benefit for me and is actually, you know, uh, in some ways probably a poison to my body. The only thing that I'm drinking it for is I'm hoping to get a a spike in energy, right? Uh, and, And I have full knowledge of that it's bad for me and I drink it anyway. Knowledge doesn't bring transformation or peace or anything else like that. Um, and so there's things that we know about God, there's things that we know about Scripture, but that doesn't necessarily f- mean that we don't feel anxious or worried or afraid, but sometimes it has to go from, you know, understanding even to revelation, um, and just laying our heart on this place that God is in control, that God sitting on the throne isn't just a saying, it's not an Instagram post, it's not, you know, uh, a meme or whatever it's called because I'm not the best at those things. Uh, it's not a saying. It's reality. It is what it is, whether we agree, like it or not, that God the Father is on the throne and the ruling party and individual of the American country doesn't matter in terms of eternity, obviously it's going to matter depending on where you fall um, politically, socioeconomically. It's going to matter where you lay on certain rights, um, you know, on how you feel about people. But again, that's in uh, a temporary perspective. Here's something that I can encourage you within four years is going to be somebody different. Maybe it's not. Who knows, right? Um there, there's these realities that these seasons of life that we we give over to our heart. Um, and sometimes that's because we love the comforts that we have. And again, I'm appreciative and thankful of the comforts that we have. I'm thankful that I can worship openly and not be killed for it. I'm, I'm thankful that I can move about freely 
uh, with my faith and my life and these things. Listen, I'm not downplaying them, but when we put those comforts or the things of this word on the pedestal, that's when the, we start to lose the peace of God ruling in our heart and fighting for peace. You know, one of the things that we're called to do, you know, and what we call the Beatitudes is that we're called to be peacemakers, you know. Um, one of my favorite things in Ephesians is fighting for unity uh, and the bond of peace. Like, not only am I supposed to have peace ruling in my heart and my mind, um, I'm at peace with God, according to Romans 5.1. It says, therefore, having been justified by faith, I have peace with God. There's no greater peace on earth than I'm at, I'm at peace with God. And if I'm at peace with God, then hopefully I can find peace in myself. And if I'm at peace with myself, I want to find peace with my brother and my sister, and I want to fight for that peace. Um you know, one of these days here soon, I, I want to talk about unity, but that's not this podcast. So let your heart rest and your mind rest that God has given you access to peace, not a worldly peace, but a peace of the kingdom, and that that will guard your heart and your mind. It will keep you from being anxious worried and fearful. Just in those two scriptures, again, John 14, 27, go read it, meditate on it, think about it, pray over it. Um, Again, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, where he says, be anxious for nothing but everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, make your request known to God, and the God of peace will, will rule your heart and your mind. Meditate on these scriptures and ask God to be the ruler of your heart, the ruler of your mind, and stop fixating on what's going on in the world today because that's going to change. That's going to be temporary. That's not going to solve anything. And then start looking of how can I fight for peace if I have peace? Where can I bring peace? You know, sometimes, you know, the I've realized in ministry is the best thing I can do isn't give some great wisdom or something. is just being present with somebody and asking God for peace and being a person of peace in the midst of people who don't have it will be, bring peace. You know, that's one thing that we prayed over Casa de Luz, the nonprofit that I run in Las Vegas, is that, that it would be a place of peace. When people came to Casa de Luz, they would experience the peace of God, that it wouldn't be a place of chaos, even though it's in a chaotic environment. It wouldn't be a, a place that, that, that conjured negative emotions in that place, but they could come and they could experience the grace and the peace of the Holy Spirit. And that's been our prayer. Well, guys, that's this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it, thought about it, that it maybe uh, inspired some things or challenged some things, but that you can find peace in the midst of this season. Um, Again, please consider uh, supporting our show, our podcast. If you're going directly to our website, there's a spot right there that you can contribute and support us as we uh, look to continue to grow it and make it better and uh, do some things behind the scenes on it as well. Um, You can check out ResoluteMinistries.org. That's one of the ministries that I run. I also run Casa de Luz um, in Las Vegas, and that's CasaDeLuzLV.com if you want to check that out. Um, I think one of these days I'm going to post about some of the work that we do down there and outreach and, and what I've seen a shift from doing outreach ministry for the last three years um, and how that's going to affect the church, and I think some of the things that the church can do better because of that, uh, what I've learned in this ministry, and and I love it. So um, if you guys want to check those out, that'd be great. Again, Instagram, deep in 
wide podcast. And uh, God bless you guys. Thank you much for for listening. And please, I encourage you again, please share this with, uh, with somebody who is maybe searching for peace or praying, or you just think of somebody, just, just shoot them over this episode and encourage them to walk in peace. Again, this is Pat Walter, Deep and Wide Podcast. God bless you guys.